1: I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Thanks for listening to the show. It is Thursday, May 20th. We have had already an interesting week. I I do truly believe, and it's strange that I say this, I feel like 2021 is clearly different than 2020. But I think 2021 has kind of been a transition year to we've seen a lot of stimulus come into the economy. We know taxes are likely to go up. Inflation is likely to go up. Interest rates are likely to go up. All future headwinds for the markets. And it's funny because I just looked at the calendar. I'm like, geez, I'm like, why am I saying the start of 2021? Because no, we're almost halfway through. That's how transitions happen on Wall Street. They take two, three, four months. Jobless claims fell to a new pandemic era low. That's great news. And these are almost numbers in 2019. They're numbers in 2019. I would have said that's a bad number. 440,000 Americans filing for first-time unemployment claims. I would have said that's a bad number. But coming off the pandemic, it's a good number. So we we go, we still want to get under 400,000. We'd love to see 350,000, but we're not going to get too upset by this. Um, because it's trending in the direction we want it to go. Yeah, we have some other issues out there to talk about. The revenge of the underpaid. The coronavirus pandemic has hurt lower-income workers the most. Americans earning 60000 or more have slightly higher incomes than they did before the pandemic. But those earning $27,000 or less, incomes have fallen by 28%. The highest vacancy rates are in leisure and hospitality, the industries with the lowest pay. And it's I went to a 5-star hotel to celebrate an 80th birthday. Fremont. Like it's, a, it's the Fairmont, not Fremont. <laughs> ah, that's funny. That's a big difference. The <laughs> Holiday Inn in Fremont. No, no. It's a hundred Fairmont. and 130% true. And the people were bitching because there wasn't enough staff to bring clean towels. There wasn't enough staff to pick up dirty towels. There wasn't enough staff to bring drinks. And I'm just like, I'm enjoying the sunshine and I'm not going to think about the staff. But there's a little bit of revenge going on there from the underpaid at this point in time as... The state unemployment is okay. It's not going to always be that way, but it's not that bad right now. Not sure which map to follow right now, huh? Are we following the by the dip or is this the calm, a little volatility, a little bit of calm before the storm, or is it going to be we just pick back up and run? The Dow Jones Industrial Average to the s 500 are having great years. I'd be happy with those returns. The NASDAQ, I'd be happy with the two-year return that we've had on the NASDAQ, but not the one year. But I'll take the good, I'll take the bad, and there I have the facts of life. I know, I know, that was dreadful. Um, yesterday the s p five hundred was down as much as one point six percent but it only closed down 03 percent that 's a you know buy on the debt and i 'll be honest with you and i'm I'm only using this one stock as an example, but I think you can use the s p five hundred you could use the nasdaq I see a lot of support for Apple right around one twenty if it dips below one twenty i 'm saying watch out below not totally true. But that's one of those canaries in the coal mine. The FOMC minutes came out yesterday, indicating that a number of participants thought it might be necessary to start talking about tapering asset purchases. If the economy continues its rapid progress, which is something that's important to remember. With volatility in the stock market, we still have a pretty healthy economy. Things are moving in the right direction. There's a lot of stimulus in the pipeline but we're kind of getting questions. We're getting a little bit of butterflies of like, what does the summer look like? You hearing that the, the smell of death in the Ganges river in India is, is repulsive. I want to go to India. I want to take my kids to India. And like, I'm like, I'm going to have to wait till the Ganges gets over that smell of death because that may be like a knee jerk thing that, that bothers me for the rest of my life. A batch of retailers, Kohl's, the Children's Place, Ralph Lauren, L Brands, BJ's Wholesale, Shoe Carnival. They obliterated earnings expectations with upside surprises. Now on that list, the Children's Place, eh, I get it. Children's clothes are expensive. Ralph Lauren, I like it because it's a logo. It's a brand. And if you go around the world, and let's say you go to like one of the poorest countries in the world, you'll see people wearing Ralph Lauren shirts. It's a brand that means I'm classy probably doesn't really mean that but you get the idea l brands blowing out earnings and expectations is fascinating to me because you know what l brands makes right lingerie bras panties thongs (laughs) um it's time to look beautiful again it's time to mate again it's time to end the lockup get out and stretch and like Put on freely underwear. That's what that's telling me. There's stupid indicators out there. There's like lipstick indicators. You can look at uh, people buy lipstick in good economies and bad economies. It's a little bit of a luxury. There's indicators like how high a woman wears her skirt. When it's really, really low, the economy is doing poorly. When it's really, really high, the economy is doing great. And I don't know what that means, but it's something that we've kind of learned all along. So Bitcoin, which saw 30,000 yesterday, it's back about 40,000. Ho hum. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, whoa, been a little bit of a whiplash there. No. Technology growth stocks set the early leadership pace today as a buy on the dip comes in. Cyclical stocks are lagging. Long term interest rates are dropping. Meaning things are calming down, and that's a good thing. Yes or no? Eh, I don't think it's either or. take a look at the, I would say the number one thing this morning was that jobless claims. I'd say that's the leading story if I had to come up with a lead. Uh, markets are higher. Russell's a little bit on the weaker side. As the morning has gone on, things have. Worked a little bit higher. Gold's a little bit lower. Oil's a little bit lower. In theory, oil should be a little higher. Gold should be a little lower. The ten year treasury sits at one point six four percent. Bitcoin, forty one thousand six hundred and seventy seven. It's up nineteen percent today, up uh, six point six uh sixty six hundred bucks. Wow. What a week, right? Or what ten days? And will the Elon Musk Saturday Night Live Appearance be the the best and greatest moment of Bitcoin, or will it just be the beginning? Oh, I remember back with Bitcoin. I, well, wait, wait. I, I should, gotta throw this out before I get get out of here. So, what did I just say? Bitcoin was at um. Oh, good God! We don't drop the bomb. Forty-one thousand. Kathy Wood yesterday day said, "I think Bitcoin can go to five hundred thousand dollars." Me online at Rob Black Show.com.
0: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit providencecu.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's Business Leader, AM 1220 KDOW. I you would crank this song of
1: you One of my... Well, here's a little easier first performance. foremost. My big dilemma is do I pay 400 or $500 for front row seats as they do a concert this summer with Green Day? Festival big stadium, I hate big stadiums so if you're going to be in a big stadium, I think you have to be in the first 30 rows if there's rows otherwise I think it's not worth going I've got thoughts on this excuse me but uh, that's my big dilemma right now, Weezer and Green Day Fallout Boy I don't care about um, but one of the words that came to my mind that I wanted to talk about this segment is rut and it's it's I know you're saying, that's a great word, rut. R-U-T, right? Rut is from Latin, ruglior, meaning to roar. And it's the mating season of certain mammals, which includes ruminants such as deer, sheep, camels, goats, bison, giraffes, and antelopes. And I'm sure there's some that I don't know about. For the record, I think giraffes are the coolest thing in the world. I can't look at a giraffe and not go, how is this on this planet? Every time I see a giraffe, I'm like, how is this not an alien animal? There's a hotel in Africa that I'm sure is not cheap. It's called the Giraffe Hotel. You could Google it or YouTube it. And there's windows. You're on the second floor and a giraffe comes and licks your head in the morning and says, time to get up and feed me. And that sounds pretty cool. So I bring up Green Dan Weezer. I bring up. Um, Draft Hotel because I feel like I'm in a rut. I want to get out and spend some money. I don't want to spend too much money. I kind of want to blow some. I don't want to go to Vegas because I know that I want to blow money and I don't want to blow it at a casino. I want to save it. I want to save the big expense for something momentous. Not for a two o'clock time to go to bed. You've been on the tables too long. So, rut. This is a big psychological financial term in my head. It's a habit or pattern of behavior that's become dull and unproductive, and it's hard to change. Um, Psychologically, you don't want to get into a rut. When you get into a depressed rut, it's a dark, dark place. When you get into a rut that you've been abused, it's a dark, dark way to live. I believe many, many people have stories and tragedy I don't think tragedy misses any of us. But now let's talk about a rut that isn't quite as heavy. Let's talk about Netflix being stuck in a rut. It was one of the early winter, winter chicken dinners of the pandemic. March 2020, we're like, let's get locked up. And I watched the money heist season one, season two, season three, season four, season five. Uh maybe season one, two, three. I don't know. I watched them all back to back and they've just finished filming five and that's gonna come out. I can't I'm stoked because that's gonna be my that was my Netflix pleasure of well, since I'm not driving an hour and a half a day, I might as well watch more Netflix. Since I'm not allowed to go out and hang out and make out with strangers, I might as well watch Netflix. For the record I'm never allowed to make out with strangers. But Netflix has been in a rut because they were one of the big winners of the pandemic. And now they're one of the big question marks. Netflix added nearly 26 million new subscribers in the first half of 2020, which basically lit it on fire and makes it look good. But growth slowed. And now they just added 4 million new subscribers in the recent quarter down from 26 million a year ago down to 4 million. So, oh, you could say that they're stuck in a rut. company expects to add just 1 million new subscribers in the June quarter. Now, I was looking at some of their programming coming up. They're doing really great with anime. They're doing really fantastic with zombies. They've got a zombie cartoon show coming got a couple sequels to Knives Outcoming, but then it's the Stranger Things. I'm like, in Lost in Space, they've got a couple shows that need to wrap up. Once they're done wrapping those up, we're going to start saying, well, what's next? HBO gave us this lesson when The Sopranos rock and rolled, and we're like, well, what's next? And the final couple seasons of Sopranos, they started showing a show called Sex and the City, and then Sex and the City went on a seven-year run, and what's next? Maybe it was Westworld, maybe it was Game of Thrones, but they always had that what's next moment. Now I don't feel I see that in HBO. Makes me a little bit nervous. But then again, I'm also like, I'm a little bit older, I'm not watching as much television. So an analyst said the time to buy Netflix is now. He picked up coverage of Netflix yesterday, saying $620 price target. That's kind of Interesting. And I will say, in the last year, Netflix has gotten... for Their movies have gotten a little bit better or a little bit more adult. But I still think a lot of their shows are like, Chloe goes to Paris. I'm like, I don't understand that one. I'm not Chloe and I'm not in Paris. I'm not a 25-year-old girl. I'm not in Paris. The Queen's Gambit was a big win for them, but did it sell subscriptions? The big zombie film that's premiering this Friday... Army of the Dead will have a sequel already in the works because zombies and bake heists work well. $90 million cost. And that was on a budget. 90 million. Will Will Army of the Dead pull in $90 million of new subscribers? No. But it's currently about a $500 stock and an analyst says it should be a $620 stock. He thinks the company has separated themselves from the streaming video pack as the premier must have option. I mostly agree with that. I would like to see Netflix be aggressive though and pick up somebody like Fubu, which is a sports streaming company of live sporting events, and then say for fifteen ninety nine a month Rob you can have Netflix in high definition all of it for twelve ninety nine you could have it all in the standard definition. For $9.99, you can have it all in standard definition plus commercials. And for $25, you can have all of Netflix plus live sporting events. I would like to see them out of that as a product. I don't see how FUBU stands on their own. I think they get acquired by Amazon. Netflix, Apple, somebody acquires them. And Apple just missed out on MGM, which Jeff Bezos and Amazon got. They wanted to offer $6 billion. Amazon offered $9 billion. Amazon's the winner. So Netflix, over the next five years, will spend more than $100 billion on creating new content, generating $17.5 billion in free cash flow. The company will use some of that to buy back $12 billion of stock, some of it to pay down debt. But Netflix... As they continue to invest in content, let's see where they go. They've won some Academy Awards now. They've got a lot of A-list talent coming. I'll switch Get to the chopper. He's announced a TV show on Netflix. 200 million subscribers. You up their $1 a month fee. That's the bottom line. It is pretty interesting to look at. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com.
0: Portions of our programming are brought to you by our good friends at Provident Credit Union. With 21 Bay Area locations to serve you and your banking needs, visit Providencecu.org. Now back to Rob Black and your money with your host, Rob Black, on the Bay Area's business leader, AM 1220 KDOW. tricky, 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 tricky.
1: Yesterday I spent some considerable time knocking AMC movie theaters as an investment idea. And I just don't see it. Now keep in mind, I only have like 20 or 30 stocks I can buy in my head. I don't get to the point where I'm like, you know, I need another idea. And I, I follow probably 200 stocks intimately. And that keeps my day busy. So when I start getting like 201, it's, it's a lot less content that I can like consume. I don't pretend to know everything. I pretend... I don't pretend... I I try to portend and show you that I'm a little bit better than a bullet shot, but I can't cover everything. I don't even try to cover biotech stocks. I don't understand the science. There's too many companies. There's too many companies saying, yeah, if you take this gummy, it'll it'll cure impotence. If you take this gummy, it might have side effects that cause you to die. (laughs) And you're like, what? Too much for me. Too much science. But yesterday I was knocking AMC because it just—it's not going to hit my radar. You know how radar works. It, it's only going to cover a certain area. I, I think I do a pretty good job of growth and getting your retirement with some income. But then I turn it over to people like CFP Chad Burton to manage the strategy of retirement. Monster flick Godzilla vs Kong was a movie that I saw in movie theaters, and I paid way too much money because I got the big reclining seats. I tried to make it uh, like look family. Things are back to normal. But it's pulled in $427 million worldwide. And that's the biggest worldwide total for anything since the pre-pandemic release of Bad Boys for Life, which came out last January. And that makes me giggle because I'm like, I don't know anyone who saw Bad Boys for Life. I don't even think I saw it like on pay-per-view or on demand. Like I, it, it, it missed me. That didn't hit my radar. But I will walk back my statement yesterday of movies are in a secular decline and say, I just think it, the whole business needs to shift. Um, the idea of packing into that community experience of 200 people, it's probably going to be more of a pack in 70 people and make it more about giving them an expensive dinner and an expensive alcohol or expensive some sort of experience. Um, I think the money levels could stay the same, but I think the volume of people, people, people will go down. More services. And Ford wants to sell an F-150 truck with more services. Tesla sells more services. Tesla can make money on the vehicle or the service software Um, very soon. I don't know if you know this. You can plug in your Xbox controller into your Tesla, and you can play games on it. Elon Musk is a notorious gamer. So let's say he takes a fancy to a game called Borderlands. I've never played it. I know it's out there. I know it's kind of a cyberpunk kind of thing, I think. Or maybe it's a nuclear waste world with technology gadgets or something. But he can start selling that game to play as a passenger for 40 bucks. But you also have to have an internet connection to get downloads of the new version, and you're paying $9.99 for that. Suddenly, not only do they get you on selling the car, but they're getting you on services. Movie theaters have to start doing the same kind of thing. Music is already starting to do the same kind of thing, with, um, not with cryptocurrencies, but with the cryptocurrency technology underneath it of blockchain. So now you can support your favorite artists by buying directly from them. And they could update it for you. And they could also say, hey, we see that you bought directly from us, so we're going to offer you 50% off concert tickets where everyone who uses Live Nation is going to have to pay full price. I like it. I like more services. But again, that's going to come with a dollar figure tied towards it. So when I talk about Godzilla vs. Kong Don't think that I'm like I love monster movies And it's, it's the beginning of it all But how about when you go see Godzilla vs. Kong in theaters How about you get a digital copy to use at home Spend a couple extra bucks here and there How about you get half off All the previous Kong movies And 50% off all the previous Godzilla films AMC is going to move that direction it, it's natural evolution, not revolution, but evolution. Gas prices, me, me. Summer driving season's starting. Gas prices are the highest since 2014. What do we say about this? Do we go with the angle of electric vehicles? Do we go with the people want a vacation? They don't necessarily want a vacation in India right now. And that's no knock on India. That's a knock on we don't want to be around death and suffering. So gasoline price is high since 2014. Eh, that's going to make my gas guzzler. I'm going to be go like, yeah, let's, let's leave this one here and take the Tesla. Let's go with the electric vehicle and not the gas guzzler. Because um, the gas guzzler takes 80 bucks to fill up. Got a solar roof. Tesla's free but it's free as the sunshine's free national average of gas two ninety eight on Memorial day. It's expected that feels a little problematic, but only in the sense that it's going to slow the economic recovery in the sense that we're going to go from point A to point B. We're going to spend money at point B. We're going to come back to point A. We're going to spend money coming back gas stations, food, restaurants, lodging, But the higher price of gas means we're going to have less money in our pocket. That's the idea. So when I see gas prices spike, I'm like, eh, less money in my pocket. And I know that when I was young and beautiful, I spent all the money in my pocket. Google's going to open its first retail store in New York City this summer. New York City. It will be interesting to see what storefronts look like in 2023 versus 2020? How many restaurants shut down that will be reopened by better concepts? Ford has already booked 20,000 reservations for its new electric F-150 pickup. Very interesting to see how this one does. And let me explain why I'm saying it's interesting. I'm not trying to be scintillating or anything like that. But this is electric vehicles for Iowa, for Mississippi, for Wisconsin. Not necessarily the uh, Tesla dealers they have in Wisconsin. One. One. So you know how many Ford dealers they probably have in Wisconsin? I'm guessing 40. So much of these Ford F-150s are going to have the same seats as the F-150 gas. They're going to have the same bumpers. They're going to have a lot of the same technology. Um, I want to say technology. They're going to have a lot of the same interior. So Toyota's going to have some, I'm sorry, Ford's going to have some volume, volume, volume on it. And it's really going to give us a good idea of does middle America want electric vehicles? And how much does the dealership network of 40 dealers in Wisconsin compare to Tesla's one? So there's a man in Michigan who, 122 Ford dealers in Wisconsin, <laughs> my producer. He's a crack producer. Um, getting that serviced, the Tesla, is a pain. Let's say you just bought a, a, a bad Tesla. They put it together wrong. It Charging core doesn't work or something. You're not getting service. Or it's going to be months wait. But Ford's going to have that that advantage. So it's going to be a mainstream electric pickup. Tesla's Cybertruck and GMC's Hummer are scheduled to be released later in the year. They're expected to be much more niche products or niche, if you will. Um, But there's some fun things with the new Ford F-150 electric vehicle. The frunk, the front trunk. One of the things I was interested in, and I, I don't think I got a great answer, on the F-150 unveiling yesterday. I I use this word very cautiously. It's estimated at up to 563 horsepower and 775 pounds of torque. I don't like that word estimated. Now, for the 2022 F-150 Lightning at 563 horsepower, 775 torque... It's about 130 horsepower and 200 pound of torque more than the top rated engine currently for Ford. So it's going to be able to do what it's supposed to do. My question is, when it is in truck mode, heavy lifting, heavy hauling, heavy pulling, you know how the commercials show like mud flaps and stuff. (laughs) When it's in that mode, will it really get 250 miles or will that be cut severely? When I load up the, frunk, the front trunk with, let's say, 40 cases of beer, and I'm tailgating, because I can't tailgate for 39 cases of beer, and 41 is not going to fit. So when I got 40 cases of beer, will it cut the mileage from 250? How much? So there's some, still some questions on whether or not this will become mainstream, whether or not society wants it to become mainstream. And what's that mean for you and me? And what's it mean for Tesla? I live in California. I live 10 miles from Palo Alto. And it's easy to sell electric vehicles here. Hug a tree, solar panels. How easy is it going to be to sell in Mississippi or Louisiana or Wisconsin? Where electric vehicles aren't necessarily the rage. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money and investing. And more, find me online at robblackshow.com.
0: Superman, and I know what's happening. I am, I am be so easy if you could see you through my eyes. You're listening to Rob Black and Your Money on AM 1220 KDOW. It would be
1: so easy if you could see you through my eyes i Rob Black at Your Money. I'm Rob Black. I'm looking at some business headlines. Some billionaires who pledged to give all their money to charity are falling short of their promises and still getting huge tax breaks for that whole Bill Gates foundation. Tax code is dodgy at best. I was talking to my producer in the break about Trump and what, you know, What's the money odds in Vegas on whether he goes to jail or any of his family members go to jail? One of the things I brought up is that you don't mess with the government. And Martha Stewart taught us that many, many, many years ago. Government worker GS-13 is making $80,000 as an attorney. He's going to make $80,000 and he's going to put his nose to the grindstone and get you, in my opinion. But this giving pledge is also kind of dodgy where like my producer shot back something along the lines of billionaires. Do you think they're all clean? I'm like, no, I don't even think I'm all that clean, all things considered. if I ever look at my tax write-offs and have I ever done anything dodgy? Uh, maybe. Um, but I think that's an interesting one with Bill Gates and the giving pledge because he's convinced a lot of billionaires – In 2010 alone, 40 of America's richest families signed the Giving Pledge, a public promise initiated by Bill and Melinda Gates and Warren Buffett to give at least half their wealth to charitable causes. And there's a massive, surreal tax write-off for saying you're going to do that. Now we're learning that some of those people aren't quite living up to that. And it'll be interesting to see if there's any Bill Gates shakeout. People wait until later in their career to give back. That's what Mark Zuckerberg said about the giving pledge. And um, he's saying, "Like I'd rather put money into the economy or into philanthropy now. and I'd rather do it on my levels of the Chan Zuckerberg initiative. It will be interesting to see because one of the things we're talking about with Wall Street right now is it's kind of a changing season of pandemic shutdown, massive amounts of stimulus. Now it's going to lead, in theory, to some inflation or more than some higher interest rates or much higher interest rates and inflation will it be tame or will it be more aggressive? But taxes we know are probably going to go higher. Now, will they go from 20% for corporations to 25 or 30? Or will we go 25 seems about right. So maybe they'll settle at 24 and a half or something like that. We know rates are going to go higher, but do you know what? They were going to go higher with Trump when Trump got his tax cuts put in place it was for a six-year period. It wasn't meant to last forever and ever. A lot of the tax breaks expired. So we knew taxes were going to go higher. I throw that out there because um, one of the things Biden is proposing right now I think could be very, very bad for philanthropy. And ultimately society is the higher estate taxes. Um, estate taxes I get Both sides of this one. It pisses you off to see Paris Hilton. It pisses you off. You go, she's talentless. She's blonde. She's vapid. She's shallow. She says a phrase, that's hot. And she walks around with hundreds of millions of dollars. You're like, why didn't she have to earn that? Why did she get it from her granddaddy's trust? Tax laws. Estate plans. Estate planning. Now again, I have nothing against Paris and I'll be honest with you that's one of the dumbest things I've done on radio in years I just totally went after a woman for no other reason than the fact that she's blonde and her public appearance is shallow I don't know her I've never met her but I need to stop stupid behavior like that but that explains well on radio so I keep going back to it that's why we hate the estate laws that's why we hate you know why did she get that and I didn't but then I go with my life, my kids aren't A-plus students. They're not science and technology and engineering. Maybe one is, maybe one is, and I don't know. So I'm like, they're going to have a tougher time because there's going to be more robots in the world, and the people who make the robots are going to make a lot of money. The people who service the robots are going to make less money. The next big thing, it's not going to be Bitcoin. It's going to be artificial intelligence. And how many jobs can we displace with artificial intelligence? It's happening. I see no reason to have an insurance agent. None. I could use the artificial intelligence and the algorithms and trust them way easier than I'm going to trust Jim around the corner who suddenly got a new car last Christmas after he sold me a big policy. You get all the margins out of it, I'm going to go with a cheaper insurance if it's the same exact thing. Anyhow... Um, it's going to be interesting to see how the billionaire, the giving pledge plays out with the state planning law changes, tax law changes, and this kind of mentality of let's go after the rich. I've got some wealth. I don't have enough wealth that I'm driving around Lamborghinis and crashing them. And, <laughs> listen to this. I had a college roommate. She was on the Jamaican volleyball team. And uh, her father, or grandfather, her uncle, I think was like the head of jamaica like he ran the country or something like this right i didn't really pay that much attention i was thinking more about school and soccer and women but she one time took her car into washington dc and lost it easy thing to do in the big city right you go to a nightclub and you're like okay i'm gonna park it here on 18th and you you have a couple drinks you come out and you're like was it eight and v no no i'm pretty sure there was a 28 in there she can't find her car and this is before tracking and stuff like that so she's like "Eh, I'll just get another one so I'm not that kind of wealthy but I do question like uh, my hard work and what's left of it and what's taxed and how much do I give to charity now versus later in my career billionaires who pledge to give all their money to charity are falling short of their promises that's not a surprise I don't know if you've ever been to a celebrity or a, a charity auction and you get kind of caught up and you're like ooh I just paid $400 for a hockey ticket when I only had to pay $100. Why did I overbid that thing? And you kind of like, you're like, oh, it gets in your head. So we're going to see some dramatic changes. And that's one that I wasn't really expecting in the last 10 years, that the giving pledge would take such a hit for various reasons, like estate planning and taxes, but also the leader Bill Gates his image is a little tarnished you can find me online at robblackshow.com that's robblackshow.com it's just a car that we ride in.